0: Quick reminder that on June 1st, my new program, Coffee with Creators, is starting. If you want to try it out, it's only $25 for your first month. You get 50% off, so it goes to 50 bucks a month after that. But you can cancel before then if you just want to try it. And I think you'll want to stay in it anyways because it's certainly going to make you your money back. The reason why is this program is designed to introduce you to other like-minded entrepreneurs and other successful people who are on the same path, But at different parts of it. So behind you, so there's some people that you might be able to lift up yourself. And then there's people ahead of you that you'll be able to learn from that will be in the program. I'm so excited for those of you who have already joined so far. We got some really cool people in there. And it is just designed to introduce you to other online entrepreneurs because working behind your computer all day, especially if you're an extrovert like myself, can get kind of lonely and can. You kind of just need that human connection of people who really get what you're going through to keep your inspiration up. So if you just always are talking to your friends and family about your business, they have no idea what you're talking about, maybe they just blindly support you or maybe they don't support you at all. Either way, you're going to want to get around some people who actually understand the struggles that you're going through firsthand. So we do Q&A, we're going to do an engagement blitz, we're going to do some teaching topics. It's going to be designed around what you guys really need over time. But I've been communicating with you guys actively for the last four and a half years to figure out exactly what those of you who listen to this podcast need. And that is what it's based around. So I think you'll be thrilled. If you decide to just try it out and bet on yourself, if you have not invested in your personal education as a business owner, this is only $25. It's a business expense. It's gonna be a full write-off, all right? It's not that big of a deal. Make sure you consider buying this instead of that $25 lunch that you're looking at later today that is not going to better yourself. In fact, it might even be unhealthy food and take you in that wrong direction. This is a significant step towards building a better future By building a better inner circle. So I hope to see you on June 1st. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Media Entrepreneurs Podcast. Teach you how to become a full time entrepreneur by leveraging modern social media strategies. I'm your host, Derek Vidal. On today's episode, we are talking about how to get people to give you their full attention when you speak. You've probably heard that the currency of the modern world is attention. And it's so true because technically it's money. But before you can get someone to give you money, you have to get their attention, whether it be in a video ad, in an email or speaking with them face-to-face. This is a skill you need for business as well as personal life. And I'm going to start by telling a story of a time where a family member of mine really could have benefited from having this skill. And it was really sad for me looking back on this scenario because, um, yeah, it was just really bothersome that she was not able to get her words out properly in a time where I know that she really needed our help. So a couple of years ago, one of my family members had gone to Nicaragua to stay with the family and help them out to work on their house and build some things up. And she was just really looking to get some extra perspective of the world, which is so sweet of her, but she wanted to go volunteer her time to help this family out. And she came back, and as you can imagine, a lot of times what they really need is money. And it was Christmas time, and she wanted to propose to our whole family that we would not give her gifts that year or even not give each other gifts that year. And instead, we could use that money to donate to the family that was able to house her uh, for free in her stay to Nicaragua. And she brought it up at the Thanksgiving dinner table. And uh, she's always had a, a more frail voice, um, not a ton of confidence. And she brought it up to the table and said, Hey guys, I, I was wanting to know if, if this year, if, if we could not do these Christmas presents and we could use that money and donate to Nicaragua and another family member that has a much more dominant voice kind of jokingly said, like, no Christmas presents, like, what are you talking about? We, of course we're going to do that, and and then some of us picked up on that joke and kind of ran with that, and before you knew it, a couple minutes had passed, and she never really got what she wanted to say across, and whenever I leave any social situation, my mind goes into a very analytical mode, and breaking down exactly what happened, no matter if it was with friends, family, whatever, and I really break down that entire conversation, and a lot of this is because I want to make sure that I represented myself in the best way possible, and I was thinking about what she had said, and then how she never really got out the full thing of what she wanted to really ask us. And she was just quiet the rest of the dinner. You could tell that she was upset, but she didn't know how to bring it back up. She didn't know how to control that conversation of this dinner table with about 10 people at it and be able to keep the conversation around why it's important to her, really convey those words and get it across. And I'm someone who definitely has a lot of power in the conversational dynamic in that family setting, partially because of what I do, and I've been in sales for a long time, and it's just kind of how I am, and I know that if it was me bringing that up, that I probably would have gotten the participation of a lot of the family, and I think she knows that too, and I can tell that it really made her distraught, and until I was on my drive home from that Thanksgiving dinner, did I really comprehend? We did not give her the attention that she deserved there. And I called, uh, I called her up and I said, hey, wait, what did you say that's going on? And after she gave me a little bit of insight, uh, I, I turned around and I drove back and I let them tell me a little bit more about the family and exactly what was going on. And then I made a donation myself and then I called the other family members and uh, kind of helped her out and, and did what I could and, and tried to convey the message to my direct family of what she was really trying to say because I realized how important it was. But this is just life for you guys. If you can't get people's attention, you might not be able to help others in need. In this situation, it was to seek donations for a family that had taken her in. So I say this because I think when you think of this topic, oh, how to get people's attention to give you money— you think of it in more of a superficial way or in a greedy way, and you, you're you going to be able to use your voice for whatever you want that power to be used for, and most people are very good in nature, so if you're a good person, then you better equip yourself with the skill because otherwise, there's a lot of people that have bad intentions that do have this skill, and they'll be able to get what they want before you do. So know that this is a very necessary skill to be able to do good with it. And I hope you give me your full attention today to uh, teach you this. So the first thing that you need to learn, this is the basis of all of it. The other tips that I'm going to give you are just cherries on top compared to this is the bulk of what you need to know. And that is that the value you're giving needs to be assumed. You're a the attention that people are going to give you needs to be assumed. And what I mean by this is that you don't have a tone that is seeking the validation of others and naturally implies, I don't deserve your attention, but if I could just have it for a little bit here, I got something to say. It's, it's a little bit over the top. It's kind of like my delivery was at the very beginning of the podcast. I remember I was always like, all right, I got to kick in hard here because I'm just a brand new entrepreneur. I don't really deserve people's attention yet, so I really got to make sure that I earn it. And you'll hear this from people who are... Hey, Bar & Grill fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-host sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar & Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby! Very high up in the world. If you hear a billionaire speak, they're not throwing a bunch of extra sauce and flavor on it. They're just like, yeah, I'm a billionaire. Why would people not listen to me? That would be really weird. So it's this naturally implied tone that the value that you're giving is assumed, that the attention is assumed. And this is very difficult to just teach you in a short podcast episode. But it needs to be mentioned because this is what you are striving for. Essentially, it's the confidence that what you're saying really matters. And I remember when I was back at my sales job, when I was newer giving speeches, I definitely had a lot more thrown on it. But by the end, when I was like, look, I'm one of the top 500 representatives to ever do this job out of the millions who have tried. It would be insane if people didn't listen to me. That came across in my tone. I knew what I had sold the week before, the month before, and I knew what I was teaching fully worked. So it is very hard to really get attention in areas of life that you don't actually exceed in. And that's why it's it's really difficult to fake this, to, to fake the true ability to get people's attention. So it all does start with you. It does start from improving yourself because when you know what you're teaching works, it comes across like so. An example that I think is, it's kind of lame when speakers do this. I hope they don't really do it that much uh, anymore. But you know when a, a speaker gets up to the mic and they say, good morning. And then the audience says, good morning. And they say, hey, that wasn't good enough. Good morning. And they're like, good morning. And it's just, it's just lame at this point. Please, if you're a public speaker, just don't do that anymore. It's not necessary. But this would be an example of a time where it's really a validation-seeking approach. And you want to have a tone that implies, if you listen to me, great. I have some awesome things to say. If you don't listen to me, I won't be affected. If you're giving a, a speech, it needs to be this tone that if you left the room right now, that you know I wouldn't even be phased by it. Because I don't really care if you give me your attention or not. Owen Cook is a phenomenal speaker and he embodies this very well. He teaches this very well. I'm going to link a YouTube video below that I watched from him last week that I thought was very impactful at explaining exactly how this goes and Owen has a ridiculous delivery. He's very high volume. He's very sure of himself and this level of certainty Is ultimately what you need okay so that's the basis of it now I'm gonna give you the smaller tips now that are a lot easier to implement that you can implement right away and they will certainly help you but you have to know that that is the goal that you're striving for and by really becoming knowledgeable it will impact your delivery more than anything else could maybe you're going into a political argument with someone Let's say you go into that argument knowing a bunch of stats to back up what, what you're saying versus you're going into it where you don't really know any stats, but you're kind of mad because you saw a TikTok earlier about why whatever party is stupid. And now you want to explain this to someone who's of the other party and you're like, yeah, I saw this TikTok and, and like you don't have anything. And it makes it so you start getting angry, it makes it so you start just throwing a lot of emotion into it, but because you don't have a backbone for what you're saying, that you don't have this true confidence, and you never are really able to get your point across. So for those of you that have important discussions about religion or politics, really anything, just make sure that you come to the table with actually knowing things, some facts that you can actually bring up. And a lot of people never get this level of research to back up what they're saying. So if you really want to do better in debates that you have in your life, just arming yourself with some simple stats to have in your back pocket is one of the best things that you can do because now you're able to engage in that conversation with a lot less emotions and you're not able to get triggered and you're not going to resort to name calling when you can hear that you're... Not really getting your point across. That's when people, uh, you know, go to the name calling or just going off the rails, and they just get angry. And then, no, nothing happens from it. If anything, you do some negative damage and make their opinion more glued to how it was before. And you can maybe get some kind of satisfaction from embracing those emotions and everything, and thinking that person's so stupid, I can't believe it. But you'll never really get what you want in life unless you have the ability to convey your points in a way that has a chance to get someone thinking the other way. So here's some other things that really help uh, get people to listen to you. You want to have some kind of means of either telling jokes Or kind of messing with people in a way. So, this is more for when you are one on one with someone. I'm gonna give you some examples for when I was in sales, because I have a lot of back pocket jokes and I also have a very dry delivery. So, when I say these jokes to the customers, they'll like I'm kind of messing with them, right? Like I'm very sarcastic. Uh, I used to do this thing where the knives that I sold, we had a cheese knife and the cheese knife is one of the best knives we make you can use it on so much more than cheese and the knives have a forever warranty on them but when I'd be going to the appointment if the customer already had a cheese knife I'd say oh what do you use this on they'll say oh potatoes tomatoes and I'd say oh it's it's the cheese knife so I'll have to void the warranty on this one and then I go and just act like I'm writing something on the knife and sure it, it's however funny it is to you but the main thing is that the customer would be thrown off they're like wait you have to void the warranty. And I'm like, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's great for all of those things. And now they know, unless I'm fully paying attention to this guy, he's going to fuck with me. And I kind of do this to people in my life just naturally now. Sorry, world. But like I fuck with people. I'm just trying to get your attention. I just like it's just how I do things now. And in sales, you're really trying to cause reactions so that you can figure out exactly where a customer's Uh, mindset is on something you're trying to cause reactions you're trying to say a price and see how they react to it and um, and just be more engaging like that Now, in a public speaking sense, maybe you just have this audience participation. So hopefully not in the way that I talked about before, where you say, good morning. That wasn't good enough. Good morning. But maybe you say, do you agree with that point? Yes or yes. That's something that Matthew Kelly does. He's a famous public speaker. And then the audience says, yes. You just have some kind of way to get the audience involved. And they know that if I'm not paying attention, there could be some kind of repercussions. So a teacher that does random call-outs on students to answer a problem. This is a very uh, common thing that a a lot of teachers do, and it just makes it so you have to pay attention because otherwise you might get called on all of a sudden. So whatever kind of medium that you are speaking in, You make sure to try to find these ways that you can keep the audience involved, and I will say that most of the time, this is going to be planned in advance, so think of some ways or some back pocket things that doesn't have to be planned for every speech that you're going to say it right here in the speech. It is audience adaptation, so for that reason, it's better to just have these things in your back pocket and just use them when you need to. And I take pride in saying that when I would give a speech in my former sales job, I never saw phones out. If I saw a phone out, I'd probably call them out, but I never even saw phones because I was so certain in what I was saying that I had the audience glued, taking notes. And that would be another thing you could say, write that down, guys. So just any kind of audience participation or them knowing that if they slack off, that you're going to catch them, then that keeps them involved. Another way you can do this in public speaking is to do your speech without notes, which is difficult for a lot of people, but really anyone can do it. It just comes with practicing your speech enough. And because I didn't ever bring notes up on stage, even if it's a half hour speech with a bunch of tactical tips, I had it fully memorized every time because I don't want to lose eye contact with the audience because as soon as I look down at my paper, that gives them subtle permission to now look down at their phone and I don't want that. So I would make sure that I'm going around the room making eye contact with people and what you want to do too with eye contact in a public speech is make eye contact with one person for a few seconds, then go to another person and keep eye contact with them and then go to another person. So you're not kind of blindly looking out the room where you're not really ever looking at anyone. You're just kind of looking outward. It's actually much better to look at one person at a time as you go around the room. And as soon as you make eye contact with any one of those people, they will now know, okay, I'm in this. He's speaking to me. I'm not going to look at my phone or draw my attention away because he just looked at me for like five seconds straight. So this is just another way to uh, engage in that medium that works really well. The other thing that you need to do is be alternating your tone and your pacing and your volume. You want to go high volume. And then sometimes if you have a really important point, you want to take it slow and you want to say it just however it needs to be delivered in a way that people now have to listen to. Because if I go really low, that makes people lean in. So if it's in a speech or even in a podcast, if you just start speaking with this slower And lower volume, it means that what I'm about to say is really important. And a lot of times, we can think that if I don't speak quickly, I'm going to lose people's attention. So I have to speak really quickly. And because you speak really quickly, it will make you stumble on your words, which will make people not be able to give you their attention as much because you say um and other auditory pauses like that. And it's been difficult for me. This is one that I've always struggled with. If you are not willing to slow down your tone and just know that people will still be listening to you, that it's difficult to do because I always feel like I need to fill it up. And a lot of speakers that do um, like they do a very loud um in between what they're saying. This would be another just sign back to that first point that I was making that they don't fully think that Uh, their attention is deserved. So because of that, they're trying to never stop talking, always keep a fast pace, always keep a loud volume, and if they don't know what to say, make sure you fill it with um, otherwise they'll stop listening to you. So it does all go back to that first point. If you don't really internalize that, then these other points won't be able, you won't be able to utilize them nearly as effectively. And then for the last thing I want to say is to be able to engage the base in your voice and this is something that is a lot easier when it comes naturally to you someone I think of that is really good at this is there's an instructor at this place that I go to it's a group workout place called Shred 415 and uh, her name is Sydney and whenever I take one of her classes I'm just glued to every word she says because she just has this natural base in her voice she doesn't have a low voice at all but If people talk like this, and it's just kind of frail, and they're not really certain if people should listen to them, and it's almost like they have like a question mark tied to everything they're saying, where they're not sure if people should be listening to them, and they can't activate that lower registry in their voice, that lower registry is really what keeps a lot of people's attention, and I'm someone with ADHD, so I lose attention easier than most people in the room. And because of that, that's why I really pick up on these things. But I was going to classes with other instructors and I love all of them, but I really realized, I'm like, why do I never miss a word that she says? And I was really trying to break it down. And she she does a lot of things where she'll draw out some words longer than others. She'll say them in a unique way. You wanna say words in a unique way, which is just however it comes to you. If you say things weird, Uh, In any way, like in any kind of pacing or delivery style, that will always be a unique factor that will get people to pay attention to you. Uh, But she's really good at just having this natural uh, tone that just demands attention. And that was uh, when I really realized that it's that lower registry that if you don't naturally have it, you wanna make sure to put some focus on trying to engage that. Because if you can't get people to listen to you There's not that much that you can do in the modern world, especially if you're trying to open up a business. I I do think of some other family members when I think about not being able to activate lower registry. And I just feel bad because I'll just stop listening to them mid-conversation while they're talking. And the issue is that this negative effect then compounds to make you deliver less uh, certain. So for instance, if... A family member is talking to me and they just kind or they're kind of talking frail and slow and they don't really know exactly if what they're saying is is important. And then I start losing attention, that reassures their belief that their attention is not deserved, which will make their delivery even more frail and less engaging. So just like mindset, it's either an upward spiral or a negative spiral. And if you feel like people really aren't paying attention to you and that your attention is not deserved, just know that that is compounding on itself to make your delivery less and less certain over time, and that is not beneficial for you. So it stops today. You're gonna apply these tips, you're gonna go out and you're gonna get the world's attention because you do deserve it. And the more that you improve yourself, And the more facts that you come to the table with, the more examples that you have, the more life experiences that you have, because it's easier for me to do this episode where I have examples of when speakers say this or that, and then I can give those to you, then I know that that for certain what I'm saying is true. It's a lot easier for me to have conviction that, guys, I have something really important to teach you today. And unless I have that at the base of it all, then none of it really works. So build on yourself, build on these small tips, go out there and execute. And the only person that you're trying to be better than is yourself, and that applies to everything in your life. So as long as you can just get a little bit more attention from people than you previously got, Know that you are heading in the right direction and it's only going to get better from here. That is what I got for you today, my friends. Make sure you're subscribed and leave that review if you haven't already. Really appreciate you. I will talk to you on Thursday.